0: Thank you very much. Yeah, we are live here at the Homestyle Country Cafe. Excited to debut our brand new show, Breakfast at the Homestyle. And say, so I think everybody's waiting for my, my second guest. Everybody tuning in, wanting to hear from state champion coach, Skip Dolan. Gonna have to wait just a little bit. We're first gonna hand the microphone over to uh, to David Byrd, who's gonna join me. He, of course, is is also a uh, a member of our Annandale Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors. Where I, 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 they, they suckered me be being the president uh, a few years ago Nobody's taken him back, but David's been uh, been right there with me. Is also a member of our Anandale Expo committee, and we're really excited to welcome everybody back this weekend to Anandale for the Anandale Expo. David has been since 2019 that we've had the expo. We're, we're just really anxious to have everybody back in town. What are you most excited about this weekend for the expo? Well, I think just seeing everyone. You know, have, it's a wonderful community event. It brings out people from. Obviously Annandale and the surrounding area and it it always feels like sort of a celebration and a almost a party like atmosphere. It's spring And I think this year that we've had the two-year absence. It's going to be all the better well, I, uh, the calendar says it's spring. I just heard Tim Matthews talk about the – he was just on saying, you know, we could have some light sprinkles or something. The, that's not sprinkles that I see coming down on the windows here at Homestyle. That, that's snow. Mother Nature needs to figure out that, you know, state tournaments are over. And we, it, it's time to, you know, the April showers, you know, bring May flowers and not, not more uh, – I don't want to – I want to put my snow shovel back away. You know what though, the weather we are indoors, right? that, so, that is true. It's, it's That's over true. by one o'clock. So if the weather isn't perfect, come out and see your friends and businesses in town and have a good time. It does sound like the weather is supposed to clear for for Saturday, which we're we're excited for. You know, we and we've got a great group of businesses. I actually just talked to another business this morning. We've been you know, we're we're down just a little bit in numbers, but we still have a, a great crew. Uh, I just talked to Petty Brothers there this morning, they say, Oh my gosh, we missed the missed the uh, the sign up can can we still get in we, we still snuck them in if there's an annandale business listening that that wants to get in if, if they talk to me today we can still sneak a couple businesses in but we, we've got a great group of, of businesses coming out you know we're still going to have the main set of businesses coming in you're going to see miller's jewelry that is always here lake central bank and lake central insurances is, is out there mcp collision is going to be out there as well and of course we've got the great stuff happening um, Annandale Paintball is going to be there with their laser tag. We've got the Bounce House from uh, Anadale World Taekwondo. And the Kids' Corner is back. and We've got a different group running it this year. It's going to be the Winter Cheer Team. We've got a chance to see them at a couple of basketball games. They were even down at the state tournament cheering from the, from the stands for, for the team. Um, so they're going to be running the Kids' Corner. Great opportunities for, for everybody and everything here. And, of course, the Entertainment Stage is going to be there as well. So many fun things to do at the Expo. Yeah, and for the businesses, if you haven't signed up, Jeremy said Petty Brothers just got in. It's it's about 100 bucks, 125 bucks, I can't remember, but mm-hmm.
1: to be exposed to 2,000 people and to be able to talk to them one-on-one, it's a great investment
0: for your business, so come on out. It is, and just to, you know, some, some people call it adult trick-or-treating, but really it's, it's an opportunity to get out and see all the great businesses and stuff that are in town. It's really a great representation of people that are here. And make sure to come hungry. Of course, the Anadol Kiwanis, we were just talking, there's a Kiwanis meeting a little bit later today too that Coach is going to be going to be speaking at as well. But the Kiwanis are going to be there doing their stuff on, on Saturday. They've got the breakfast that starts at 8 o'clock, open to the public, and then of course the Anadol Boy Scouts will be doing lunch there as well. So come hungry, make sure to stop in, see some great community organizations. We're excited to be there. And of course, KRWC is going to be there broadcasting as well. We're going to have different interviews with people all around the uh, the expo and talking about all the great things that are going on. So make sure to tune into to KRWC and... Listen to all of that. Hey, Officer Nancy, you just walked in the door. We're gonna put we're gonna put Officer Nancy on the spot. One of one of oh, our hi. one of our great uh, local police department here. I know the Annadale Police Department's gonna be here at the expo. We we're just talking. You know, it's been two years since we've had an expo. What's your favorite part of being at the Annadale Expo on Saturday?
1: Actually, seeing all the regular people that I walk in. It's like a little mini reunion when you get to see everybody year after year, and I haven't had that so i'm excited to see everybody
0: it is it's kind of it's kind of the right of spring in annandale it's you know it's kind of everybody's coming out some of the cabin folks start coming back out and and you start really to see all the friends and neighbors that have been hiding inside because it's been below zero for eleven and a half months it feels like <laughs> it does feel like that
1: i need some sunshine and this will brighten our day right absolutely. in the weekend
0: absolutely all right again the annandale expo this saturday it's at the annandale high school From 8 to 1, KRWC is going to be there broadcasting. We're going to have a lot of fun. So, again stuff for the kids, stuff for the adults lots of different businesses offering samples and different things and of course make sure to stop out and see myself and Joe Carlson who's a little microphone shy over there at the moment making sure that uh, our signal is getting back to the studio well but we're going to be out there at the KRWC booth and interviewing people as well. Why don't we go ahead and take a break here and we will come back with a guest that everybody wants to hear from and that is state champion head coach of the Annadale Cardinal Boys basketball team Skip Dolan. We'll be right back with an Interview with Coach Dolan.
1: You'll always find great homestyle meals at the Homestyle Country Cafe on Highway 55 in Annandale. Open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come in for their daily lunch specials, and breakfast is served all day. On Tuesdays they feature their all-you-can-eat spaghetti, and on Wednesdays come in for their all-you-can-eat chicken. And don't forget the dessert. The Homestyle Country Cafe is known for their fresh homemade pies and baked goods. The Homestyle Country Cafe on Highway 55 in Annandale.
0: The Annandale Expo returns this Saturday, April 9th, from 8 until 1. I'm Jeremy Wheeler, President of the Annandale Area Chamber of Commerce, inviting everyone to join us at Annandale High School as we host our 24th Expo. There's always something for everyone, from great local businesses and organizations, to the kids' corner of Bounce House and Laser Tag, a pancake breakfast from the Kiwanis, and lunch from the Boy Scouts. There's even a live fitness class starting at 8 a.m. I'm excited to see everyone there this Saturday, April 9th from 8 to 1 at Annandale High School. And as always, admission is free. Make sure the microphone is flipped on there for you, Coach. It is, I think. It, it, it is. Well, you're sitting here with your wife, Kathy, I know I got a chance to talk to her just a little bit after the game and just kind of a... Kind of that—that that relief that you—you you, you finally made it. You finally—you've you, been at this for for a long time. Four hundred plus wins. When that clock hit zero down there at Williams Arena, what what were you feeling? You know, it's just uh, surreal. It's
1: still surreal. We still sit around my wife and I, and we're by ourselves. And except for the fact that we've watched the semifinal and the final game probably ten times each already since, and we find just different things to be excited about and and to be happy about. But when that clock was ticking down, you know, we both are kind of uh, on that same mindset. When she's in the crowd and she's watching, I'm. You know, we never think it's it's over, and mm-hmm. we've just have gotten ingrained or you know it's happened a few times that you know we trust our kids in that but the, the game just um but every time you know you got in the five minute mark i'd go let's show me a four up there and then show me a three up there you know and we're, then we're in the three minutes and then the two and then started clocking down and and uh, i think robert olson hit that fast break layup and stuff like that and that's when i turned and i said we're gonna do this my assistants, Mike Sulkey and Andy Ortman, and and um, uh, it was starting to build. Then you know, I got Big Red there next to me, Zach Newt on the bench, and he just shows so much excitement. And he was up and pumped, and we had to keep him from jumping on the floor. My whole bench from jumping on the floor pretty regularly and um, yeah it was so exciting Uh, it just all came out for everybody and the emotions came out the tears came out the celebrations our student body our fans our community Um, it was just what a wonderful way to to have a state championship come our way
0: well and and really I felt very much the same way and I listened back just a little bit to uh to to my broadcast on on the radio station and i could hear myself kind of at that same okay five minutes you know and we're clicking down and even you know down to about a, a about a minute or so left and then minneapolis north hit a three and it's just like oh yeah th- this this isn't quite over yet you know you knew that minneapolis north had that kind of fire firepower you know they were kind of you know maybe not not david and goliath but you know they were the ones that that you know the most scoring in in Class 2A in the tournament. You guys had the best defense in 2A. How did you get your defense to be able to stop all that fast break and everything that Minneapolis North was throwing at you?
1: Yeah, you know what made this extremely rewarding is we didn't – have somebody knock off Caledonia, somebody knock off North Forest, and then people say, well, I, you know, we went through the two programs that everybody thought was going to be in the state championship. We went through the Division I kid, you know, in Caledonia, and, and the athletes that they had, and we went through North, who had played all these 4A, you know, um, I hope people realize, you know, that Caledonia beat Totino Grace, and Totino Grace was the 3A state champion, mm-hmm. and um, North beat Hopkins um, pretty soundly, and lost to Wyzetta, who was in the 4A state champ, by two points in overtime, and um, lost to um, Park Center, who won it, but that was an eight-point game. We beat North by 11, so um, just that's the type of kids we had this year. People just didn't get a chance to see them until now, and, uh, you know, they rattled off 29 straight basketball games once we were healthy, and um, so, um, yeah, we're playing against North, the biggest thing is that we stressed in both games was... If you turn it over, both those teams are going to be instant two points. If we if we weren't careful with the basketball, that's what they that's where they thrived. Was stealing the basketball and getting and our kids were unbelievably good with not turning the basketball over and playing strong with it and ending up with great shots.
0: They did and it was it was a heck of a run i you know I listened back even to my broadcast i I got a little emotional in the on the broadcast too I didn't think it was gonna hit me quite like it did but you you can hear the voice shaking and it's you know it, we've been watching these boys for a long time you've got eight seniors on this team and I get the, the thing that stuck out to me is that, you know, you talked about we beat Caledonia with the Division One kid. We beat North with, you know, a couple of key players out there. You didn't really have that key player. In fact, I know you and I talked as during our interviews leading up to this thing. At one point or another, at, at any, you know, game during the season, seven of your eight seniors led your team in scoring. what What does that do for you offensively and kind of limit what the other team can do defensively to you?
1: It, the biggest thing is, is
0: other teams can't focus. Like we knew where to
1: focus with Caledonia. Okay, We knew that we had to set that wall up and keep King, King from constantly getting to the basket and stuff like that and force him to kick it. There was one kid in their team that we weren't going to leave from the three-point line, but the other kids, we were we were setting a wall up in, in the interior and making sure. Um, it was really fun to have multiple, multiple people say to me or write to me or text to me and just say, you know, you were the best team by far down at the state tournament. You, Your team, different kids stood up and and did the the big things at the right moments. And it might have been rebounding. It might have been, not, you know, Bryce Folby shutting down their best player and, and that things that people didn't even notice. But I think one of the biggest things that... Caledonia and North didn't realize about Annandale was, how athletic we were. And I think they were used to shooting the ball, missing the shot, and then jumping higher and getting above everybody and ripping the rebound and sticking it back in. And I think they were shocked how often they were a whole arm's length short of getting that rebound where our kids were grabbing it and ripping it.
0: You're talking about the, the jumping higher. That was the, That is the thing that sticks out to me most about the the Tuesday game. Your, the quarterfinal game versus Pequot Lakes, especially Robert Olsen, and just watching him develop and bloom as the season went on. I remember just sitting there broadcasting the game, watching him just sky above everybody else to get that rebound because that was the – I mean, more than, more than anything else, he was going to get to that ball, just that, that desire, that want to. The other name we brought up, Bryce Fobie, and that's the, the all-tournament team. You guys had three on there if I could make one complaint about the all-tournament team, I felt like Bryce Fobey should have been on that all-tournament team, because as you talked about his defense his his defense is the reason you had an opportunity to go to the state tournament, we talked way back during the section tournament, that Osakis game, Osakis had the ball timeout, 8 seconds left and the best shot they get off is an almost half-court shot from their big man you said the reason why is Bryce Fobey completely locked down their big shooter, they couldn't get the ball where they wanted to, and that was the shot they ended up with and that that doesn't show up in the in the stat line but it shows up in the wind column and talk talk about Bryce and some of the work that he did that maybe goes unnoticed by the casual basketball fan
1: yeah I got my wife here and every time she'd come home after almost every playoff game she goes he said that kid's the rock he's the rock star that kid he runs the show he brought it up against all their pressure a lot of times and stuff like that um, I never had to worry about him getting tired he was just the energizer bunny out there. He mm-hmm. just was, and he never let up, and he got fr- he got upset if his guy scored, and we could lock down. And, you know, the one thing really special about this whole basketball team is um, I ended up putting um, – Brady on, on King because he can lock somebody down. Hawk and Miller can lock somebody down. Carson Ganyu can lock people down. I mean, those four kids, um, I can, depending on what type of kid I'm going against, I put any of those kids on there. You know, you talk about Bryce Phobia, I felt the same way you did. I felt, you know, uh, we should have got four. Uh, I felt yeah. I really did feel four. Could have been Hawk and Miller. Okay? Could have been Bryce Folby. I would have been satisfied with either way because both of those kids were deserving Annette, uh, of being on that all-tournament team. But you know what? Who we are is exactly that. They don't care. They don't care mm-hmm. that if they were on the all-tournament team. They were happy for who was. And you brought up Robert Olson, which brings tears to my eyes because I got a thing from him that just made my wife and I just cry. Uh, thank you thing for helping develop. He was a JV player a year ago. Mm-hmm. He was a kid we were still developing. He still had a ways to go and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, when he got that plaque and we celebrated and the tears were in the locker room, he literally said to me, he said, Coach, what is this? And I said, you're All-State, okay? You're All-Tournament for the rest of your life. That's how well you played the last three games. So, yeah, uh, these kids were were just awesome
0: together as a group. They were. And and talking about Robert, I I even mentioned in my my pregame show before the, 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 I believe it was before the championship game, uh, Robert actually came up. I I have a a program during the fall where I I sit down with Cardinals football coach, um, um, Coach Walter there, and we we have about 15 minutes that makes it on, onto the podcast that we talk about, but we talk, you know, probably for about a, an hour every Sunday morning, and he was one of the names and brought up because, you know, he, he's a big, he was a big part of the football team out there as a receiver, you know, catching passes and doing a lot of blocking for them, and he talked about Robert and the work that he put in during the summer and the fact that they he was working hard all summer, he was rebounding against some of the big guys in the, the Class 3 and 4A guys, and it just, it really showed. I mean, he, would, he was, you know, I saw him last year as a junior varsity player and said, you know, that kid's got some potential. And he just he stepped right into that potential this year. Really, all of your guys stepped into their potential this year. They, you know, you've had Brady Spaulding, who started for you since he was a freshman, and you know, you really saw that maturity out there on the floor as a senior. I mean, state championship game, biggest game of his life, he's bringing the ball up against the Minneapolis North pressure that uh, I'm hearing everybody else talking about how is Annandale handling this pressure, and it was like it was like every other game. It was no different than, you know, if we're playing Watertown Mayor or New London Spicer or anybody else on the Cardinals' home floor. He just he brought the ball up. He got the ball ahead, and that was that was that was the end of that. Talk talk some about the, these great seniors that were graduating. Yeah,
1: and getting right kind of back to the point you're making, Jeremy was, you know, I feel like one of the things I've been able to do is have my kids peak at the right time at the end of the season and stuff and that's hard to do when you're playing a 26 game regular season. I really was a little scared that we peaked a little early because I thought at the end of uh, um, the regular season we were playing extremely good basketball and through the section I thought we lost that peak a little bit. Uh, We played extremely well for about a Eight, ten minutes against Osakis, mm-hmm. but the rest of it was <laughs> what we talk about. One of our sayings, and I'll bring up the Kiwanis later, is the fact that 80% or so is preparation and being prepared and working hard and practice and whatever, but 20% is the dog in the fight. Okay. We just when we had kids that were the dog in the fight. They were balls that were loose on the floor, rebounds that we had to go to, and that and I going back to what your statement was. I thought after the Albany game, prepping for Pequot Lakes, and then playing Caledonia. I can't think of one kid of those six kids that played. You know, um, the majority of the minutes that didn't peak at that time. I can't think of one of them that didn't play at an unbelievably high level throughout those three games. That mm-hmm. the best came out of them when the time was expecting it from them,
0: the best came out of every one of those kids. That's why they're state champs. Now, you, you've been at this a long time. Maybe, tell people that maybe don't realize you know, where, where does your basketball career come from? Talk, talk a little bit about your history and, you know, your family. You, you mentioned earlier before we were on air. Your whole family is still all around this Annandale area. Talk, talk a little bit about your, the, your past and, and what's brought you here yeah um, grew up in Renville, Minnesota back in the 70s so um,
1: we had an extremely amount of success. I played uh, football, basketball, and baseball okay uh, When I left Bemidji State, um, um, I could have got a job in Alexandria. my wife could have got a job in Forest Lake and we I took a job in Mentor, Minnesota, because they had a boys basketball coaching position. Population 287, 15 kids in a class, Um, and then I ended up in Annandale in 1981. and have coached um, boys basketball. I've coached girls basketball. I've been the head coach of football, head coach of girls basketball. Also been um, head coach in, like I said, boys, girls, football. I've won, I've won the conference, I won the conference championship in softball, and um, all four of those sports that that I've coached in. Um, you know, been to the state tournament and X amount of those and that. Uh, I just. It's coaching and connecting with kids is just what I love to do. Um, that emotion. That came out of me with those kids is because I'm tough on those kids in practice. Okay, they they have to work hard. They got to bring it in practice every day. I, I don't let them let up and think that they're all world. Okay, I think that they're all, you know I make them think whoever they're playing that they're the underdog and that they better play or they're going to get beat. And um, what a group of kids they just respond on their own. And the best part is I'm really hard on kids, especially all the way up to their senior year. And then it's like okay, I've taught you what I want you to be, how I want you to be, how I want you to act, and now I want to sit back and enjoy it. And I ask them a lot of times, what are we running? What are we doing? Okay, what play do you want to run? Let them be leaders. Let them show the leadership and stuff. And
0: and this group was awesome at that. They, they were. There was a, an entire group of leaders out there, as you mentioned, eight seniors that we had out there. Again, we are live from the Homestyle Country Cafe Breakfast at Homestyle here on KRWC. We're interviewing Annandale Boys basketball head coach Skip Dolan. State champions, now the questions come up. You, you've you retired from teaching a handful of years ago. You stepped away from uh, the head coach of, of softball a few years ago. And the question everybody keeps asking me, I feel like I already know the answer, but everybody keeps asking me, is he coming back next year? Are you going to continue coaching? How long do you feel like you want to continue coaching the boys' basketball?
1: You know, Jeremy, you, me, okay, my wife, we've been asked this question a lot since the moment. The one thing that I, that I won't do is make an emotional decision, okay? It won't be coming right off a state championship. Or A lot of people think he won his state championship, now he's going to walk off to Sunset. It, it wouldn't be because of that. Um, I've told people, you know, this state championship is awesome and I'm floating and I can't be happier, but state championship's not my goal okay state championship it's coaching it's being in the gym it's it's coaching these kids all these memories I had and all these section championship locker rooms and conference championship locker rooms and these celebrations and these crazy things and whatever that's not the first dance you saw on the video when I was dancing around stuff like that we've had a lot of good celebrations I wouldn't trade that in okay Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade that in to be one state champion but to be a state champion, um, now I won't trade that back. Okay, mm-hmm. that, has been, that has been so often. So I'm, I'm not giving anybody a direct answer on that because um, I'm not going to say, well, you said you were, said you weren't, whatever, win, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, right now uh, my wife and I are, are comfortable with where we're at. We're going to enjoy this moment. And then uh, when that decision is made, it will be because you're right. I've done this a long time. A little bit maybe depends on I'm 66 years old. How am I actually still connecting with this era, this generation. Mm-hmm. I've had to coach, you know, and change my f- f- there's certain things since the 70s that I go back to and went, holy cow, we did that and we did that and whatever and now I've had to change X month, but there's certain things I won't let go of, mm-hmm. you know, that I believe in, okay, as, as far as a coach is concerned, and um, so those things, and if the community kind of keeps buying into what I'm doing, and how I'm doing it, and and things like that. Then uh, we'll see. We'll see
0: how long I go. Well, and, and I, you know, obviously don't know for sure, but. I, I've heard the way that you talk, not just about these seniors, but whenever anybody will, will listen, I've heard you talk about this next group that's coming and you know I I know I got it it took about the next day after the state championship before somebody asked me, so are they gonna be any good next year? And I, I've heard you talk about this next group that's coming through. You had three of those sophomores that got extensive minutes, especially earlier in the season while Hawken and Carson were still were still injured and Brady was a little bit slow to start. I'm gonna talk about this next group. That's coming. That's coming through for you guys. Yeah, I know that. I know that this isn't being broadcast
1: because who, whoever I talk to, either coach, I go, "Well, it's your turn to beat on us because we graduated everybody." You know, I'm just telling everybody. You know, it's your turn. It's your time and whatever. But in the back of my head, I'm going. You know, our sophomores, the thing about continuing to coach and the next group and the next group, you know, our JV, you know, lost like one game and our eighth graders lost like one, our seventh graders didn't lose whatever. I mean, our program's in great shape. This mm-hmm. thing is rolling and, and it's in great shape and, and stuff like that. But um, um, I think the people that think we're going to be down are going to be a little surprised because my sophomores okay and you know and I got about four or five of those and I got some juniors that are hungry but I got a six/ seven freshman that people haven't seen mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and Gavin Wayne can play and he's not a six- seven like I what I call a Bambi coming in ninth grade where his minds saying do this but his body can't catch up and it takes a while and mm-hmm. that, this kid's already got it together he can shoot the three he's got great footwork down the paint he's going to be a great rim protector and it's exactly what my sophomore group needs. is uh, is, a, is a big protect the rim from them, stuff like that, because those other kids can score, Mm -hmm. okay? Biggest drawback probably from who we were last year to who we're going to be this year, skill-wise, these kids are skilled that I got coming, okay? But physicality-wise, this senior group for a 2A team was special, okay? Physicality-wise, that's why we wouldn't be afraid to take on anybody in the state, because physicality-wise, okay, these Mm -hmm. kids can physically take on other teams and people, and um, so we got to get to that point with the next group coming forward in that. But um,
0: uh, they're going to be fun to watch. Absolutely. And that's that's kind of, you know, me sitting in the background just watching wh- what I've watched. I'm like, you know, that I don't know if they're going to be state championship good next year. But, you know, if, if, you, if you don't think that. You're not going to get this team ready to play next year, and that because you can see it already with, like you said, the talent. And hey, you mentioned Gavin Wang, and I, I, I've been telling anybody who will listen that I'm excited to see this kid. You know, and he's, you know, you think okay, he's six seven. Well, Brady was six seven, but he's a he's a different six seven. He he is that kind of. He's got got that body inside. He's gonna. He's he's going to cause some matchup problems for a lot of teams especially in the conference and and moving a- moving ahead and like you said he's just a freshman. We haven't seen a freshman inside like that back since what AJ another exactly. uh, a handful of, a handful of years ago and we know we know how good and talented he was out there as well. So coach you you mentioned the community and y- as long as the community will have you I think the community at this point will take you as long as you can. <laughs> talk about that that community support you had a couple of send-off parades you had a, you look at the the red army as you you dubbed them a handful of years back sitting in the in the stands down there at the state tournament here you know hearing them talk about what the community support means to means to you and and just to, uh, to the team as a whole
1: well you know listening to you talk to a couple here you know about the expo okay and that you should people should go to that P- That this community just puts on class acts whatever they do and that and it's no different in the support for um, people want to come to Annadale to play they want to play on our floor because the atmosphere is different it's different than any place else they play, and, that, and they just love that. And when I go down to a state tournament, and I usually get out and I'll get in my seat at, at St. John's or at Hollenbeck or down at the Target Center or Williams Arena, I get there early, and I sit there, and I just watch the red flow in, mm-hmm. and it just keeps flowing in and flowing in. It just keeps on filling up the seats. Um, our student body was crazy fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were crazy fun down there, and that, and then you get to write to you know the parents and uh, and uh, the rest of the community that supports us, and that. I mean they fill it up and they they praise you know the program and these kids and um, it's unbelievable yeah uh, will put our community up against any community when it comes to supporting their sports here or supporting their basketball and that so it's like um, um, I've got nothing that w- that's why Kathy and I love living here is because the community has been so awesome to us and so awesome to our program
0: and it is just a you know as a, a transplant myself I grew up in Delano and ended up moving up here all my all my, uh, my classmates tell me that I'm a trainer. Now, because I, I, I wear the red and black instead of the uh, the black and orange, but it is it's just there's something different about about Annandale, and it's the way that the, that everybody comes out, even right down to I, I managed the social media for KRWC, and I put a just a post up yesterday with with one of one of your pictures and stuff, and anything that goes out that's cardinal related on our, our social media, just it blows up immediately because it, it, people are just clamoring for that. They love the community. They love to come out and support. It's so great to see people coming out on Main Street or wherever you know or even when you guys came back you know the the welcome back you got the the police escort coming back into town and just the you know and say Brent stromy and I with the chamber say I'll, I'll, oftentimes small towns have more fun and and say this this has been an awful lot of fun for 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 this team so uh, say on behalf of all of us thank you for uh, for all the work that you put in and and of course for for joining me here today it's funny you should say
1: devil know because one of the first people I always hear from is Pav Over Mm -hmm. there, I coached against him in girls basketball and in football back in the day. And he always tells me every time they're around a campfire on a fishing trip and stuff, his one trivia question is, which team in the state of Minnesota beat a basketball team in overtime and never scored a two-point basket? That's his trivia question. It was Annandale. We beat Litchfield and never scored a two-point basket. We had like 12 or 13 threes and 15 free throws. And neither one of us read John Carlson. Neither one of us realized it at the time. But that's a pretty good trivia question. Have somebody somebody question. to win a game, okay, mm-hmm. and not have that happen. Have so a pass, so yeah. yeah. So I got so many memories from Delano across the board, all these schools and towns. And uh, hey Jeremy, I just can't thank you enough for the coverage. I can't thank you enough for what you do. Uh, the positivity that you handle we just need so much more positivity in our in our sports world and our in all of our world and stuff like that and, and the way you handle your profession and your job
0: uh, the annadale cardinals and myself can't thank you enough well thank you very much i, I really appreciate that it's been i said it's a it's a lot of fun and i said on the broadcast it it means a little bit more i've covered an awful lot of teams i've been to an awful lot of state tournaments but to, to actually be there and and you know feel like you're a part of a part of that community and part of the part of the team. And, you know, I, I talked to somebody else that, you know, with all the coverage through the football season and the basketball season, you know, I can be standing back by the locker rooms and every single one of those kids greets me by name and they're they're genuinely excited to see me and that, you know, that makes it all the more rewarding for me to to be able to do what I do. And at the end of the day I get to I get to go around and, and watch sports games and tell people about it and there's there's not a whole lot better than than that. So I think we're about out of time. So, again, big thank you to Coach Skip Dolan. I, I, I think I, I heard you have the, the hardware. Maybe we'll get to see a little bit of that hardware at the Expo this weekend. And, of course, big thanks to David Bird as well. You can see him in State Farm Insurance on Saturday at the Expo. Make sure to come out and see all of us here at KRWC as well at the Annandale Expo this Saturday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Big thanks to everybody for our first debut broadcast here at the Homestyle Country Cafe. Make sure to stop out and get some home cooking here at the Homestyle Country Cafe. We're going to go ahead and send it back to the studio.